Good evening, everyone. Today we have Fernando Cruz on our show. Uh, he is a filmmaker and photographer for Embryac Creations. He's also a concert photographer for First Angel Media. You can actually find him on, hold on one second, got the wrong page up. Great start to the day. Uh, you can actually find him on YouTube on Embryac Creations. You just go subscribe. He's trying to reach 100 subscribers, so go give him a like and a follow. Let me bring up this little Facebook page. Let me get rid of all my private chats and all my nooks and crannies here. Uh, you could find him on, well, great start to the day. Uh, go ahead and give him a like on Embryac Creations on Facebook. You can also go give him a like with First Angel Media where he works for. Let me bring up the little banner here for it. There's Embryac Creations and here is First Angel Media. Also, you can go check out our other affiliates, which which is Romo Gaming, who is at twitch.tv backslash Romo2968. He plays games on Twitch, and tonight he is playing Minecraft. Also, I do believe I have another link up here. Yes, we have Unlucky13Art, who can be found at allmylinks.com backslash unlucky 13 and i am being joined today of course by my lovely co-host tony what's up how everybody? you doing tony i'm fine how about you <laughs> wasn't that a real clusterfuck of an intro <laughs> i've seen worse I went to hit Facebook and all my personal shit was just right out there in the open. <laughs> what a it's all good. <laughs> but we're joined today by the talented um, Fernando Cruz. And here's a little bit of information. I went on Google to find out about Fernando. Did you know he's a retired Japanese baseball player from Osaka, <laughs> Japan? I had no idea. He's also a retired Portuguese football player. He's a very talented man. He's Portuguese. He's Japanese. He's also a doctor in Florida. He's a family doctor in Florida. And he was also on season 13 of Hell's Kitchen. He was, <laughs> he's, and uh, let's bring Fernando on to, oh, wait, he's not Portuguese or Japanese. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He is an amazing photographer with Embryac Creations. He's also, am I pronouncing that right, Embryac? Yes. He also does work for First Angel Media. And he's also a YouTube hit sensation. He sung Chocolate Rain. No, wait, wrong guy. Um, this guy. <laughs> this guy. Chocolate rain. <laughs> they dry and others feel the pain. <laughs> so, so, man, how how you been doing? It's been a while since we've all uh, seen each other. Yeah, it's since been a while, man. Since yeah, man. It's been good, man. It's just been so strange now. Like, when you want to film somebody, it's like, well, when you go, to, like, I shot for Frank Vieira uh, last week. And the situation was I went there. And the situation is like the location where I shot it, there's usually like no parking. And I went there and I was like, holy crap, I can park my car. And I walked inside and I was like, dang, where is everybody? And apparently it's a new thing. And there's only there was only one artist. Usually he has a band behind him. There can only be one artist. You know, and it's like to the point like bands like I've noticed this now, like, um, for example, like Chase Rice, he's a country singer. He's going to be performing at like a drive-in. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a new world, like how to uh, watch bands these days. Could could you imagine like a drive-in metal show? Yeah. Like a Just cars <laughs> crashing each other. A demolition <laughs> derby. <laughs> you should be, you should, uh, shows will cost a lot more because they come with a demo car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how did you get into photography? Like, when did you realize this is what I want to do? Like, well, the thing is, like, it all started when I was in college. And I actually, that's a funny story. Like, I went to school for graphic design, actually. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize this is what I wanted to do. Like, uh, I went to school for graphics. And right after school, or after college, I was like, all right, I got the degree and all. And, like, I love, I love graphics. I love making logos and whatnot. And so I went to a couple of... Uh, job opportunities and the thing is like 
it felt like I was in a dungeon. I didn't feel happy. Like, when, like when you're in college, it's like it's all about creativity. It's all colorful. Whereas where I was working, I was like, where there were, I was applying and the interviews were fine and I, I could have it, but I was like, I can't see myself doing this for the next 10, five or 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have one life to live and the last thing you want to do is do something that, you know, you feel depressed about. Right. So I, I gave it some thought and I was like, what is it that I, that makes me happy? And so I remember when I was at IEP, if you all don't know, IEP has a, a TV channel. And so on on the uh, on IEP TV, there was a TV show called Back to the Drawing Board, and that was uh, like a, an alternative version of like uh, The Office. Mm-hmm. So like I was, I, I got to co-star in that. I got to do film work for that. I was like, you know what? Making films make me happy. Music makes me happy. And so like, I wondered before I get into film, why not I just dabble into photography? So I started doing photography for bands, and I love music, right? So. I started shooting shooting uh, photos for uh, bands. My first band was uh, they broke up now. Oh, what happened, to everybody? Oh, we're we're here. Oh, you're, okay. you're the you're the main person talking right now, so I just put you up. So like uh, the first band, I forget what their name. Uh, Vince Boner was the lead. Uh, Mindless Professors. That was the first band I ever shot. They broke up now, unfortunately. But like I was shooting them and I was like, holy crap, this is so cool. I only got paid 50 bucks, but I was like the first time shooting. So, you know, it is what it is. But like um, I got into that and then I got into I, I met with First Angel Media and they got me so much opportunities. But then I was like, photography is good, but what about video? And so I got into I found a course called uh, Life Film School where they taught music video production. And I was like, shoot. So my first music video was with Three of Infinity. Uh, it was called Keep Sin. And I shot that video and I was like, yes, okay, this is so freaking cool. And then thanks to Amanda from First Angel Media, she pitched me to Tropidelic. And uh, I got to shoot for them. And it was so frightening because the crowd made me think of like Woodstock. Like it was so freaking huge. And um, it was like to the point, it was like, I was so scared. Like it was to the point where like the main lead singer was like this. He was like, yes, I know. I don't speak Japanese. So like uh, <laughs> so the lead singer, <laughs> the lead singer was like this. And he, I was like, oh, that means I can run up to the stage. And so I got to the stage. And when I got up to the stage, I was like, whoa. So this is what it's like to shoot a video on stage and i was like at that moment of my at that point i was like i want to do videos for musicians and i want to make videos and so like first age of media got me there and i've been doing it ever since so awesome yeah Yeah, jana got me hooked up with you originally and that was probably one of the best videos i've seen oh thanks man appreciate it yeah man it was so fun man you guys are really good at the guitar i was like so jealous i was like (laughs) I want to learn how to play the guitar so bad. I've been trying to learn how to play the guitar, but it's like to get to that level. That's like that's like a, I'm surprised the guitar didn't catch on fire. I was like, Jesus Christ, you guys can go Dave, forever. Dave's been playing for less time than me, and he makes me look bad. So <laughs> he makes me want to give up. He he, uh, he he just wakes up and plays. That's what he does that all day. <laughs> pretty much. I wish I had that kind of time. Yeah. So, so what kind of music you listen to, buddy? Me. So uh. In the beginning, like growing up, like I grew up with like uh, R&B and uh, hip hop. But then now I'm working with more musicians. I learned to be more well-rounded. So now it's like I've been getting to more in the country. I've been getting more into rock bands. Uh, My first rock band. I I honestly, I didn't even know rock even exists until uh, seventh grade. My first rock band ever listened to or screamo was uh, the Devil Wars Prada, HTML rules. And I was like, what the fuck? What in the world are screaming? And I was like, what is this? And I was so obsessed. And I was like, this is so cool. And um, I got into Evanescence, which we all do, because she is like, mm. so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's an amazing artist. Like, I can't wait for a new album to come out. I cannot wait. I can't um, wait either. By the way, you can curse on the air because just wait till you find out what a pink sock is. Oh, oh God. Some of the silence rocks. Oh, hello. Funky. Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, Funky is one of our biggest fans. Uh, she's... Uh, I tend to I tend to think we're mediocre, but I could be wrong. <laughs> how, you Actually, say your, how you say your last name? Almadina. Uh, Almadina. 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 She's from Bosnia. She has her own uh, show, Funky TV. She is very. She's starting out on YouTube, and she's doing oh, pretty cool. pretty damn good. So we're in the same boat. So uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Except you I started I started late. She started young in her life. Oh wow. Uh <laughs> funky, you should totally uh give you a subscribe and uh, I'll love you forever. There we go. Uh, Almadina isn't her last name. Funky ain't even her first name. She's a liar. <laughs> that's, that's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's living a lie. <laughs> so hey, uh Fernando, are you related to Ted Cruz? Are you related to <laughs> Penelope Cruz? Are you related to any of the cruises? No. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. You have to be. Ted, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. You heard it here first. <laughs> with, wow. those, with, the, with those glasses, Fernando's looking like the Zodiac killer. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, don't even get me started on serial killers, man. I started in psychology. Oh, so, you, like, you, like, you like serial killers? Uh, it's not that I like them. I'm, I don't support them. But it's just like I, I find it interesting how they think. Like the waiters. Well, so took them to that point. Yeah, it, before like not, I don't, I don't support them killing like Ed Gein, for example. Like what no, the fuck? Nobody, right? support, um, nobody supports that. Nah, no, it's just like how they think, and like they're so so. Like for example, Ted Bundy, like uh, he was so intelligent, and he was able to grasp in information so quickly. And he was studying to be a lawyer, and the dude had such a fine future for himself, able to communicate with anyone. But then like. He used, he just couldn't control his lust, but he, he blames it on pornography. Um, I, 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 I heard his con, I heard his story, his argument, and I can understand it. It kind of does make sense, but you can't blame it on pornography because you have a choice. I've seen right. some really weird porn videos in my day and I've never killed anyone, ate bodies. Exactly. <laughs> everyone responds differently, but it's also yeah. about like, uh, they're all, if you notice, like almost everyone's background that has some type of drama, but Ted Bunny's like, he was unique. Like he had like a, a pretty good background in his, in his family. The only, the only thing that was that dramatized him was when like uh, his one uh, girlfriend broke up with him. And that's what really messed him up. And if you notice like all of his victims, they looked like the girl that broke up with him. So it was almost like he was like lashing his anger of a, gr of a, a grudge. Yeah. So that's what it looked like. Right. What's weird is why didn't he just kill that woman? Uh, he wanted. He didn't. I don't know. He just couldn't bring himself to do it just yet. I don't know. Like, the, 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 I've heard that story before, and I always think I'm like, why not just like you'd think if you're that crazy, why, why not just kill that one person? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he didn't have the balls to do it at that point in time. You know, no one what? knows when they're going to snap. Who's the most interesting serial killer in your opinion? Since we're talking about mm -hmm. this. Hmm, that's a, that's a, uh, well, I just got recently got into, uh, um, mine hunters. I was recently into that. So they were talking about Ed Kemper. Oh, so that dude's he's, nuts. Yeah. He's nutty. <laughs> yeah. Is that, I think that he's still alive, actually, isn't he? Uh, probably. I think so. I think he's still wrong. I'm pretty sure he's still alive. That son of Sam killer was pretty crazy. Ed Kemper, yeah, yeah. Is, Ed Kemper is currently 71 years old. He is still alive. Oh, my gosh. Oh, shit. Yeah. That dude's still kicking. Been sitting on death row all this time. <laughs> <laughs> on our tax dollars. <laughs> the, one that, the one that really interested me was uh, the Zodiac killer, like Tony he mentioned. But did you hear about the recent – well, it's not really recent, but the things that came out about the Zodiac killer, the reason why he wasn't caught? Um, it is believed that the Zodiac Killer was more than one person. I heard about that theory. Yeah. And it's also believed that they had ties with the Manson family. And he wasn't, they weren't caught because the Manson family was arrested and the killing stopped. Uh, I see what's going on here. Yeah, they're related yeah. somehow. Yeah, and and I read somewhere that Manson said in prison to a guard, they don't know if he's just being nuts like he normally is and just saying shit to say it, but he said in to this guard, "You're never going to catch the Zodiac, but I know him." <laughs> okay, 
now you're just trying to have attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Um, Charles is always about attention, right? Charlie, uh, what, what, uh, Charlie Manson, you say you said? Yeah, yeah, that, that dude's dead. So yeah, yeah, thankfully that dude is like I found out that dude's like five foot. That dude's a short. Like, oh, he's a midget, man. He's yeah, a midget. I didn't know that until recently. Like he's just a, yeah. he's a little guy. <laughs> you know, you know who else was really short? Not to, it's not a serial killer, but I just thought a short. Uh, Ronnie James Dio was a short little guy. Who's that? Uh, for, he was the uh, singer of Rainbow, Dio, Black Sabbath. After oh, Ozzy okay. left. Right, 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 um, right. Friend of mine met him, and she's like four foot seven, and he was the same height as her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he looks tall on stage. Right. He's dead now, too. We're all talking oh, about wow. dead people. <laughs> oh, boy. Even, uh, uh, Bruno Mars, he's short, too. Is he? Yeah, he's five foot. Have, oh, you met, have you met Bruno? No, 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 no. I uh, I got to see. I got to go to a wax museum. Like there, it was talking about the history about him. And they're like, yeah, he looks like he's tall, but really, he's a little guy. That's awesome. Have you seen yeah. that video of Ozzy Osbourne at the wax museum fucking with people? No. There's this video of Ozzy sitting down in a chair, and he's like perfectly still. So it was like before he started having the issues with the Parkinson's. Yeah. But he's sitting in the chair like this, perfectly still. They removed his wax figure and replaced it with him. Mm-hmm. And these people approach it. They sit down and like it feels real. He's like, because it is like scaring the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was sitting there one time, and the woman's like, the hair feels so real. And he goes, ah, and <laughs> jumps at him. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, I gotta say, I love your laugh. It is so powerful. Oh, I, get <laughs> I get that too many times. I love it. <laughs> Have you ever like been asked to play God in a movie or something? <laughs> I actually have a funny story for that. So like I was at uh, a friend of mine's, uh, her name is Jenny Lou. She's an actor. And like um, I got to go for one of her showings. And after the showing, there was a comedy jam. So one of the, uh, one of the comedians was telling a joke. And I was like, holy crap, this guy's funny. So I was laughing. And all of a sudden, it was dead quiet. All you hear was this deep laugh. And all, all of a sudden, you see the comedian like, the fuck? And he just kept going. He just kept going again. He was like, and then I laughed again. And all of a sudden, there it is again. Like, what the, what the hell's God? Is that you? And then, <laughs> and then he, I, uh, he heard me laugh. And he's like, oh, that's you. Okay, I need you to laugh the entire second. You're gaining my confidence right now. <laughs> what comedian was this? I have no idea. I don't know what his name Like, I don't even know his name. I was funnier no. than he was. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Ariana Grande is really small. Oh, yeah, I love me some Ariana Grande though. Mm, I love Ariana Grande. She's a major singer. <laughs> I love that girl. Could you do that again? <laughs> what? Oh, do that again. <laughs> Got me excited. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so since since we were talking serial killers do you like horror movies yes yes favorite horror movie trilogy halloween Mm. that was quick (laughs) that was a real fucking quick one yeah because i grew up on i i basically was forced to watch horror films growing up so i have no choice but to like horror films How, how about you tony uh i mean friday the 13th maybe yeah uh, I've, I've got to say mine is Nightmare on Elm Street because that series never had a Jason X. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street was never scary to me. It was always, it was funny. always funny. Yeah, reason. like Chucky. Like Chucky. It, yeah. was, it was really fun. Child's play. It was really funny. The reason why I'm kind of biased, the reason why I picked uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is because as a kid, it scared the hell out of me. I was afraid to sleep for a few days. And I understand. <laughs> yeah. It did the same thing to me too when I was five. I first saw it and I couldn't sleep at all. My parent was like, hey, for now, you want to watch Fred the Flintstone? And I was like, oh, okay. And that was my first uh, horror film, by the way. I was like three or four years old. She played that. And I was like, oh, my God, no. And I was like, <laughs> at least it wasn't it. Oh, I loved it. That was, I love it. Hi, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of the remake of the it? 
I haven't seen it. That was really good. The first one was good, but the second one, I don't think it kept the hype. But I think it's because they're adults. I think it's because they're adults, and it was more fun when they were kids. But when they're adults, it's like it's not as funny anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that second movie wasn't like they they really hyped that movie up, and it was it was all right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I got confused by Funky's comment, and then I just remembered one of Johnny Depp's first film roles was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Really? Which one? Oh Was shit! He... Yeah. Which one he play? Uh, he. I believe he was on the f- one of the first ones. Hold on. Well, was he the boyfriend? I think he was one of the boyfriends of one of the killers. Was he the one that uh, died in the bed? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Oh you're no there. shit! I did yeah. not know that was Johnny Depp. That's wow. Johnny Depp. Thank you, Funky. That's Jay Depp right there. And did you know that Alice Cooper was also in Nightmare on Elm Street? He played his uh, psychopathic stepfather. <laughs> did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> Perfect role for him. Yeah, Alice, yeah, yeah. Alice Cooper's actually the only person to be technically in a Friday the 13th movie and a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah, he did the theme song for uh, Friday the 13th. What do you think of the remake of Friday Thirteenth? I liked it. Mm. The only uh, complaint I, I it wasn't bad. The only complaint I had is because they they tried to squeeze three movies into one. That was the only complaint I had. Yeah, they did like part one. No, they did like part. Yeah, one, two, and three. Because he didn't find his mask until part three. Yeah. So I they, think that I think the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot that they did was pretty atrocious. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of found it cool when they, they went more in depth on the backstory. Right. But there was a reason why, like, it did, it was supposed to have a sequel, but it, didn't, it was a fail. So it, it flopped pretty hard. Yeah. So I think it's every other remake except for except for I think Child's Play was pretty good. The art, the, they had new the new Child's Play. It, it kind of made me cry a bit, honestly. Do you know who plays Chucky in that Child's Play? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, no. Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill. Oh, I knew that voice sound familiar. Do you know who else he voices? The Joker. The Joker. Well, 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 Mr. Batman. That's a really what? good joke. That's probably the worst Child's Play movie. Oh, the new Child's Play? Yeah. You didn't like it? I loved it. I no, loved it. I didn't like it. I loved it. I thought it was pretty cool. Tony's always a buzzkill. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like it was one let's of those just, just, where you could definitely tell where every single jump scare was going to be. Let's just get rid of Tony and we can have a nice civil conversation about jumps. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I thought was pretty bad was the, the updated version of Halloween because it's like part two and forward did not happen. And so it started right after part one. Did and so know? that's where Halloween started. That's how I was supposed to originally start anyway. They been talking over. about rebooting uh, Back to the Future. Oh, uh, they've been talking about that for the longest time. Is here reboot it or Back to the Future Four? Well, they're talking about having Tom Holland play uh, McFly and then having Robert Downey Jr. play Doc Brown. Robert Downey Jr. Who is that? Why is that name so? Iron familiar? Man. Iron Man. Him play the Doc. No. 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 <laughs> No. no, that would ruin it. Oh my gosh. No, man. Have Rick have have freaking Rick. Did you hear this don't make sense? Um, but do you? I do like the actor, but it's not a great idea. They plan on making a Batman Beyond live action film. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. The Joker being Johnny Depp. Yeah. But in the cartoon, Joker was, Joker was 70 years old in the cartoon. They have to really age Johnny Depp. But they can. I mean, they've done it in other movies with Johnny. That's true. But plus CGI now. So you know who they cast to be Flashpoint Batman in the new Flash movie? Hmm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Another guy? No, I don't know. Ne- Negan from The Walking Dead. Oh God. Negan. Yeah. Negan. You mean you- who is Ne? I haven't seen The Walking Dead in a long time. The guy with the baseball bat. Him play Batman? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But it would be Flashpoint Batman. So instead of Bruce Wayne, he would be Thomas Wayne, the one who goes psychopathic and kills people like the Punisher. Oh, like uh, Red Hood. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. But he plays. But he plays Batman. 
Like so, like in the alternate universe or alternate timeline, Thomas Wayne survives, but Bruce and his wife get shot. So he turns into a psychotic Batman. Did you hear about? Heard of that. Did you hear about yeah. who else is going to play Batman in that movie? They're actually in talks with it. I don't know if it's official yet. You're talking they're, about Michael Keaton. They're planning on bringing back Michael Keaton to play Batman. Yeah. Who's Michael Keaton? The the he, Michael Keaton was Batman in the uh, Tim Burton. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 89 Batman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, first yeah. Batman, the first yeah, good yeah. Batman movie. Yeah, Not yeah, the, yeah. I am Batman. <laughs> you know Batman. what's crazy about that? Then that means if that actually happens, then the 89 Batman and 89 Joker, Jack, Nis- Jack Nicholson, is canon in the DC universe. That's wild. That's very wild. I read somewhere, I don't know how true this is or not, because you know how rumors go around, but rumor has that Tom Ellis might not be in Lucifer's final season. Really? Do you know who, ever watch Lucifer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, the main guy? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I read, I don't know if it's just a troll thing. It's a troll. You know, I know what you're is. talking about. Yeah, it's a troll. They were just trying there's to. No, there's no way Tom Ellis could not no. be in that season. No, at all. no way. No, there's no way. Well, no. season season five is not going to be the last season anymore. They renewed for a season six. Two six, yep. yep. And and yep. they put on Instagram, I laughed my ass off. The official Lucifer page said, this is it. This is the, the, the final season. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm done with this. So I'm done. I mean, it's so freaking good. You know, I wouldn't blame him. When so. it comes to shows, um, Seth... Um, McFarland said it best though. He said shows usually go stale after season seven. This is true. Since he said, plays that says that immediately. And, and it's true because even his own show, Family Guy, started going stale after season seven. Right. Right. So what is your thoughts of this? I would like to have another opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Uh all these um different characters and move and TV shows that are voiced by somebody who isn't the race of the character leaving their role so they can be voiced by somebody of the actual race. Do you think that's just stupid or do you understand it? Uh, I don't see a problem with it as long as they can pull it off and not be too stereotypical, you know? Right. Right. Like, like the one who plays, uh, um, uh, what's his name from family guy? Cleveland Uh, Brown. Cleveland. Yeah. He's, he's Caucasian. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I see it from both sides. I try to at least because I'm in podcasting. I almost have to unless I'm like somebody who's like trying to push a narrative. Yeah. Uh, my thought is, though, is Simpsons is one of them that says that they're going to no longer have Caucasians play African-Americans and no longer having African-Americans play. Caucas- I'm like, how are you going to find yellow people? <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. I got gotcha. you. You like my shirt? Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, I haven't heard them in how long? I've seen him four times. Amazing in concert. Wow. I didn't know you're still going. Yeah, he's still going strong. He actually has the same backing band he's had since the very beginning. Wow. That's that's a blessing. That's rare. That's impressive. For, for, for a solo artist, that is... <laughs> wow. I thought they'd be done by now. Like, all right, guys, this is getting really ridiculous right now, so we should really stop. <laughs> No, uh, he was told when he first started that um, due to him being a parody artist, he's not going to make it. And he, they said three years, that's it. And he's like 25 years later and people still asking for me to parody their shit. <laughs> so, I can only imagine him doing a parody of like uh, Justin Bieber's Yummy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before we went on the air, um, Fernando earlier asked me, how I came up with the name of pink sock. Should I finally reveal to everyone where the name came from? I've never done this on the air yet. I don't think if you really want to. Oh God. Okay. Hold on one second. I'm going to do the big reveal by actually popping up the definition on my screen. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me move this over. Um, This is going to be a great reveal. I actually have the definition written down because we're getting it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, that's you. Hold on. Here we go. A pink sock. I'm not going to say it because we have just audio for Spotify. So those people ain't going to know what the hell a pink sock is. <laughs> you done? Is that like doo-doo? No, no. No. Read it again. Slang term for... Not out loud! <laughs> <laughs> Not out loud. That's, that's messed up. This is how we get people to actually watch the video. We don't say the shit out loud. It's weird. Our show's very visual. So people's like, what the hell? He's like, oh no. Funky's like, oh no. And this shows how much I give a shit. I have <laughs> I have friends that are like, I'm trying to get musicians on here that like I'm friends with and shit. And they're right. like, send me your stuff. I'm like, you know, <laughs> you're probably gonna say no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we uh so on the lovely interwebs, there's a whenever we go on YouTube and like watch like a music video, next thing you know, you're watching like some fucked up video. Ever do that? Or is that yes. just me? Yes. What's, a lot what, what, is, what is the weirdest shit you've seen on the internet? On the internet? Yeah. We're going to go oh. internet. Uh, hmm. Why don't y'all go first? I got to think about this. Uh, I saw a man stick his head into a woman's vagina. What is your problem? You need Jesus. We mentioned that a couple episodes ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> How about you, Tony? Uh, I seen the skin ripped off a dude's feet because he wore flip flops riding a motorcycle. That was you. Oh no! <laughs> no, that wasn't me. I think I saw the photo of that. I was like, "Jeez, that's sad." Oh. Tony <laughs> is missing half his foot, though, for our listeners. Oh really? What happened? That's what happens when you try to trim your toenails with a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was pulling it up behind me on a hill, and I was wearing chucks. And my foot slid, and right under the mower it went. Yeah, that's a new were kind you, of hurt. Were you like, "Well, there goes another one"? All right. Well, I didn't feel anything initially, oh. and then I was like, "Oh, maybe then I'm fine, right?" Not thinking that it was just the adrenaline talking. <laughs> and uh, I look down at my foot, and I see half of my foot hanging outside of my shoe. Oh no! And then oh. I start going into shock on the hill. Thinking like, oh, that's not good. Uh, uh. So there was a cop just when it happened was driving down my street, and the dudes come out of the car and came up and kept me from going into shock any further. They got an ambulance over there, and then I went to the hospital, and they took care of me. <laughs> this the one, the weirdest thing I've seen on the internet is ping stock. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you, you are adorable, Funky. You are adorable. Some people are into that thing, though. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people are into the most strange sometimes, things. Sometimes you got to grab it and push it back in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so to get back onto your project, you told me that you have something big coming for Embryate Creations on your YouTube channel, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I can't really reveal it just yet, but there's something. Uh, I have a lot of projects going on, such as I, on the first week, I have a documentary shoot i can't reveal what that's about and then the second week i have a music video the third week i'll be on another podcast actually called the local podcast and then i'll also be shooting uh i have a, a promo to shoot for sigmas and then i have a short film that's what it was i'm shooting another short film i'm not going to reveal the name of that either and there's going to be a, a huge thing happening that's going to change a lot but is i i've been deciding on this for a long for the longest time but i haven't had to haven't thought about i haven't you know had the guts to actually do it but i'm taking a leap and i'm going to try it and see what happens because like it's been on my mind for like two years now but now it's like now that i'm starting to be more get better in quality because in the beginning it's like all i had was like a little uh Nikon D3300 and I was just doing like little videos. I messed up my hand. I messed up my hand, but like, you know, 
you got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to make a sacrifice. And now that I'm starting to get better, it's like I need to take this more and more seriously. And so, like, I can't reveal what's going to happen, but something big is going to happen uh, next month. And I'm glad you've been able to stay busy during this crazy pandemic, man. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad what's going on with a lot of musicians and a lot of people in general. Like, a lot of people are going through a lot of anxiety because, like, they're stuck in the four walls. And when you're in isolation so for so long, you go, you automatically go to depression. We hired Tony's laugh. Reminds me of my aunt. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, like song, my my band was signed up for Walking Battle of the Bands to go possibly play in Germany at Walking Open Air, mm-hmm. and that got canceled due to the pandemic. A whole bunch of shows. I don't even know when we're going to play another show until this is over and it's safe for everybody because we don't want to be like, oh, well, we're going to go play a show in like August or September or something and then be like, expect people to show up because it's it's not safe. Did you hear what Ticketmaster is doing? They're still announcing shows and they changed their policy. What is it? Yeah. Could you explain the policy, Tony? All right. So Live Nation, uh, because apparently they took so much of a hit this year, even though they've earned up $1.2 billion dollars uh, they want artists to take a 20% pay cut next year, all year, for every Live Nation event. And if you cancel, they want you to pay back double your uh, guarantee money, and they want 30% of your merch. Now they're just trying to take money from you because they're Dude, losing money. Now they're just, like, just trying to take everything. I don't know if that's going to last long because there's been a bunch of famous musicians already shitting all over that idea right they're like oh screw you i ain't going this nope. it sounds like they're gonna do away with third-party apps and just buy it from the venue or the bands again like they used to yeah, yeah. but if you like if you look at live nation's earnings last year they made 1.2 billion like they can cry to somebody else because i don't care at that point right and they don't even i don't think they i don't know anybody that works for them but don't they like pay their people just a normal amount pretty much basically yeah that's messed up. You you should be able to afford to pay your employees like way more after how much you're making. Dude, it's just like Amazon, bro. Yeah. Amazon does the same thing. They work them in like basement dungeon like conditions and pay them dog shit money. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Bezos makes like a million a billion dollars profit and pays zero taxes on it. He just he just reached the what two billion mark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she says, you're welcome. Please laugh more. Laugh more, Tony. You sound like her aunt. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Do you know this person? Yes. um, She's from Bosnia. Oh, Bosnia. She she is a uh, 16-year-old YouTube star. Aw. That's good. Go check out Voice It on uh, YouTube. It's uh, her and Ken. Ken is from India. Ooh. I I have friends all over. (laughs) <laughs> Look at you go. Speaking of, where are you from? Me, I'm actually from Jersey. Oh, you're a Jersey boy. Yeah. I, hey, I, no, I don't watch sports. You know. Oh, all right. I'm, surpri- <laughs> I'm, sur- I'm, sur- I'm surprised you don't have that accent, the Jersey accent. Nah, man. Like, uh, I, I, I lived in Jersey from when I was a baby until like first grade. Then we moved to PA when I was in second grade. So I didn't get that much of the Jersey accent, you know. So, yeah, now I'm just a Pennsylvania, Maine, and whatever you want to call them. Do you ever go back and visit? Yeah, every once in a while. Every once in a while. You're one of them Yenzers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I didn't even know what that even was until recently. I was like, what the hell is a Yenzer? Well, Yenzer going to learn today. <laughs> so I was looking up Fernando's name. You might not have known this, Tony. Uh Cruz, his last name is actually Portuguese and Spanish for cross. And I found this out earlier. I would like for him to uh, tell us, are you Spanish? <laughs> yes, uh, I'm uh, African-American, Peruvian, and Italian. So nice. he is he's a Peruvian football player? <laughs> oh, Palomalu? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, uh, nah, um, yeah, it's uh, Fernando Jose de la Cruz. Like, I remember when I was a kid, like, they were saying 
this kid's because suddenly he's gonna be a boxer when he grows up. I'm like, yeah, all right, sure. I'll take that. I'll take that. When are your birthdays? All right, oh. Funky asks. Funky asks in the chat, "When are our birthdays?" And she said that was sweet with a crying face. I for I don't know what that was about. Probably because I gave her a shout out. Which go check out her show. But when are your birthdays? Um, you want to start over there? All right, Fernando? my birthday is uh, December thirty first. Year? Oh, 1993. Okay. Nine You're young. Yeah, darn skippy. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s, man. I miss the 90s, man. Like, especially the music and everything was upbeat. And now mm-hmm. today, it's like, I don't mind the music today, but it's just like, I think mumble rap is starting to die now. It's like, oh, and then how they're dressing today. It's like, okay, here's. Here's what I'm going to say. So I was driving, like, you know, mind my own business. You know, I was driving. Mm -hmm. I was driving to Walmart. And all of a sudden, I'm walking. I mean, I'm walking. I'm driving down. All of a sudden, I see. You're in your car walking? So so listen, let me explain. So, like, I'm driving. And so all of a sudden, I see these two uh, young young ladies walking. And all of a sudden, like, I don't know if it's a new style now. But, like, the back of, like, where her thighs were, they're, like, cut open. It was, like... You know what I'm saying? It's like where the the butt talks like are yeah. at. It was like cut open, and I'm like, and they're like long jeans, like long skinny jeans, but the the where the 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 behind is at, like it was all cut open, like slit. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, just wear shorts. Like, what are you doing? What is? You, I got a comment. You are so like professional saying butt talks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I try my best not to cuss, you know. That's just <clears throat> understandable. We we don't care on here one way or another. Oh, <laughs> no! Tony, I, mean, that's t- just how I was raised, you know. Tony, when's your birthday? June eleventh of nineteen eighty nine. Damn, eighty nine to eighties. Whoa, okay. Yeah. I'm the old pappy of the group. Nah, man, the eighties was fun. I see what happened <laughs> back then. Yeah, I was born April sixteenth, nineteen ninety two. Oh, Easter baby. Oh wow, you're you're almost the same age as me. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Um pretty close to Hitler's birthday. Um there we go. <laughs> When's your birthday? Uh fun- what's what's her actual name? I just call her Funky. Okay, I'm gonna call you uh Frederick. Okay, Fred. When's your when's your birthday? <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, this this year's been really crazy, man. I can't wait till this all ends. And plus it's summer now, you know. I feel like we're playing a really bad game of Jumanji. <laughs> like we got the virus, we got the killer hornets, we got we got Oh the, yeah, um, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the sandstorm coming. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's going back to like the mummy. I can't wait until this all goes back to normal. I don't even know if it will at this point. Yeah, because they're thinking about going back to quarantine once winter hits because that's when the virus will be more like fully back a, again. Yeah. A, they said they said they're working on a new normal because the normal wasn't working, obviously, because we had this outbreak. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wrote. Fro- fro- in Asian countries, though, in Asian countries, uh, like I think South Korea, they've been wearing masks in public for years and they've never had a huge outbreak of any virus, including this one. That's true. This is true. So people, we'll are, people say masks don't work, but if they don't work, tell your doctor to not wear one when you're in surgery, tell your dentist right. to not wear one when you're getting your mouth worked on. This is true. This <laughs> is true. I don't know. Some people just don't want to obey, especially when you go to the gym. Like I understand, like I was going to the gym the other day and like, dude, Going to the gym with that mask on is exhausting. You'd be sweating. My, I was burning calories off my face. I was like, I was trying to jog. I was like, I can't. Uh. I, I can't do stuff like that with a mask over my face. <laughs> yeah, you feel like Bane. <laughs> First of all, what, why did they do that in the updated version of Bane? Why did they give him like that England accent? It's like, he he sounds like Goldmember from Austin <laughs> Powers. <laughs> My wiki is a key, Batman. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know why they did that. 
Rick, who do you Rick, like that? Do you like that Bane, or do you like the old Bane that was in the earlier movies? The uh, Batman animated series, yeah. Though, like Spanish, like he was like what Hispanic or some shit. Mm-hmm. Or else. I, f- I found it funny when they turned uh, Mr. Freeze Austrian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Hey, I, I'm Mr. Freeze here. I'm going to turn you into an icicle. <laughs> <laughs> he had the corniest one-liners of all time. I Get told you to freeze. Oh, I okay. told you to freeze. <laughs> what all impersonations do you do? Those are pretty good. Oh, I can do a lot. Um, can you do can you do Donald Trump? Can you do the Trumpster? Let me tell you. No, I can't do the freaking Donald Trump. I can do a pretty good Barack Obama. <laughs> that is where you're wrong, my friend. <laughs> you know what, Trump? I think what you're doing for the states is bullshit. Uh, that's the truth. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this uh, is is. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna. Uh, the we're president gonna... who made up the word strategery. History. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew I'd be in a time where I'd miss that one. <laughs> I'm surprised he made the be he. The system predicted it. Honestly, they predicted uh, Donald Trump be president. As for many, yeah, idiocracy. Wait, yeah. no, that's that's the wrong movie. Simpson predicted Donald Trump's death too, so I'm just sitting here patiently. What do they predict? Him, him in a casket. <laughs> yeah, but how? I don't know. Everyone's <laughs> old age. For all I know. <laughs> so am I the only one that finds it weird? You froze up, buddy. This is the last political thing. I'm on. I'm back. Um, all right. the last. This is the last political thing I'm going to say that because it doesn't make sense. People said Bernie Sanders was too old to run four years ago. Well, now Donald Trump's the same age he was back then. But he's already <laughs> in. This is true. And Donald, I mean, uh, Bernie Sanders is a way better candidate to be president than freaking Donald Trump. I don't know why. He's been running for how long? Not one. Not, not even. Nobody in no nobody in control right now wants to see someone like that make that radical of a change. Yeah, and that's the sad that's the sad truth of it. Well, yeah. You know, you know who I want to be president? Who I want I want this guy to be president. Let me bring him up here. His name is Vermin Supreme. He this wears a guy. he wears a rubber boot on his head, and. <laughs> Is this guy for real? Is this a, real, a legit person? Like, what? yeah, he wants free ponies for all Americans. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 he wants uh, the the dental police to knock down your door at three a.m. to make sure you brushed and flossed. He's the only presidential candidate with a zombie apocalypse plan where they put him on a giant like wheel <laughs> for renewable electricity, and he's been running since nineteen eighties. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The, the early, I think like the mid 80s, he's been running. But I don't know, who's worse, that guy or the Tiger King running for president? <laughs> oh my God. I saw that. No, there's no way. There's no way. I'm that surprised video, I even made it. That video is funny because he's like, I am gay and I will not cut my hair. I am broke as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and I've God. got a lawsuit on me from some bitch down in Florida. So do you think Carol Basket did it? Yes. Without well. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, she had to have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we've done this almost every episode. Fuck it, I'll do it now. They're doing a Tiger King movie. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Now. And you give well, it that movie yeah. more press than it deserves. Yeah. Like, um, Nicholas Cage is playing... Uh, yeah, Tiger King. Uh, but who would you have play who? Let's uh, start with Joe Exotic. Oh, play Joe Exotic. I have no idea. I mean, Joe Dirt would be perfect. Yeah, Spade. Every week, yeah. every week's David Spade. Larry the Cable Guy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did lose a lot of weight. <laughs> Not that much weight. <laughs> no, I think Larry the Cable Guy should play his toothless husband. <laughs> oh. Oh or Rob god. Schneider. Oh my god. No, every episode I tell my uh It'd have to my, be an Adam Sandler movie if Rob Schneider was in it. 
right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it out. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. Too, too bad Chris Farley ain't alive anymore. He could be Carol Baskin. Oh, God. No, 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 no. He'd be that fat dude that rides off on the sunset on a jet ski at the end of the movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, Carol, ba- Carol Baskin should be uh, Danny DeVito. That's the one I've always said. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. So where are you at? You look like you're hiding out in your closet or something. What, what are you? Me? What's going on? Yeah. No, I'm in my room. I'm in my uh, room. Okay. I'm out of my closet. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't like R. Kelly. I was trapped in the closet. <laughs> you don't pee on people? No. <laughs> no. no. I saw the documentary, man, and I believe that. And like, uh, what he did, man, is ridiculous. And they, that, had vi- yeah. they had video proof three t- different times, and he's still not in prison. He's got money, man. Yeah. And plus, people liked his music. The one thing I don't believe that. That that pisses me off is the whole uh, Michael Jackson concept. Like I don't that, believe it. yeah, I can't I can't believe that whatsoever because like the dude had a childish mindset and so he couldn't even have kids. Well, well here's the thing. Yeah. Um, with Michael, the reason why they said he's a pedophile is because he had adult pornography in his house where the kids were. Now the difference is is it was in his personal bedroom locked away. And he uses he used pornography as artwork. He uses as art because he was asexual. He didn't believe in sex at all. He wouldn't have sex that at all. A lot. That explains a lot. Yeah. He was big into BDSM and shit as art. He actually had pictures in his actual home of naked people, but he didn't see it as sexualizing. He saw it as just artwork. See, that's what I'm saying. He's not. He doesn't even look at. He was a womanizer, and the dude was a freaking big ass right. womanizer. But he didn't look as sex as no. you and me would. He looked at it totally different. You know, he looked he at it as biased. he looked at it as at it as a personal thing, not a sexual right. thing. Right. Um, his wife Lisa Presley said, "There's no way he did it. He wouldn't even have sex with me." Have you? Didn't seen they have a kid though? Um, I believe it was artificially inseminated. Yeah. And I believe Lisa said they did have sex for one of the kids, and he was appalled by the entire experience. Yeah. And in the words of Dave Chappelle, as messed up as this is, he's like, I got proof that he's innocent. He hung around Macaulay Culkin all the time, and Macaulay said he didn't do anything. If you if you would go after anyone, it'd be the Home Alone kid. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how hard he is to catch. <laughs> hey, Tony, you know how bad that would look if somebody heard you say that out of context? I know. <laughs> <laughs> the show is nothing but a bad soundbite portion for me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is there anything else you guys would like to discuss on here? Um. Yeah. Make sure to like my channel and make sure to keep updated. Like my YouTube channel. And make sure to keep updated on what's to come for the future. And you know, uh, one question. Yeah. After done. Um. I had somebody actually ask me this and I forgot to ask what is the best cheap professional camera to buy? If you want to start out in photography, Hmm. I would say if you want to start out a good one would be if uh, like a Canon rebel, that's where a lot of people start out when it comes to photography, a Canon rebel people did put uh, down, down it. But the thing is, it's not about the camera. Now, the camera, yeah, you can have the, the camera with the highest quality and you can't shoot it. You got problems. It's all about the lens, man. You can have the crappiest bo- camera body. But if you have if you just save your money and get the cheapest starting out, get the cheapest body <clears throat> and spend on the lens, you can give especially Canon. Like Canon have a lot of reasonable third third parties. Is that a good camera for video, too? <laughs> can for video i would say going toward the sony route or the panasonic route what's your opinion <laughs> on gopros <clears throat> i've never used a gopro so i can't really i can't really say about that but <clears throat> i'm not a big fan of gopros mm-hmm. but then again like i've never really tried them. i'm just i'm just not a fan unless like you want to have like hold it have it on you when you do like travel video like when you're riding a bike or whatnot then right. yeah go for it but i'm just not a fan of like those tiny cameras unless, um, the only thing i support is like with tiny cameras is like cell phones. There's a lot of venues anymore that before this pandemic, there's venues that are banning GoPros. Why is that? 
because they don't want people to have a professional form of the concert that they because can do like. later. Yeah. I got you. I got yeah. you. They, I kind of understand that, I guess. They don't care about cell phones because that's shitty quality. But if you have like a GoPro, I don't know, dude. I don't I, know, I, dude. Fo- cell phones these days, they could sh- like the same S20, they could shoot an AK. Now, here's I, one I, I had my iPhone 8 at uh Rock mm. on the Range and I shot like a beautiful video of Trivium with now, it. I, I don't understand bands being mad about you filming them unless they're filming a live concert that day. Mm-hmm. But I understand. Com- Comedians not wanting people to film while they're on tour because, sorry, I don't like. I understand why comedians want you to not film because yeah. if they're doing a filming for a tour for Netflix or whatever, all the yeah. jokes are now leaked. Right. Well, not to mention uh, the cancel culture we live in now. So, like, they don't want to be caught out of context for a soundbite. Right, it just goes the wrong way. Could you imagine if George Carlin was still alive, Truth or Richard Pryor? Or Richard Pryor. Who's do you that? know do you know who George Carlin is? No. George George Carlin uh would take things you're not supposed to joke about and he'd joke about them. And he actually had this huge bit about how rape can be funny. The hell? <laughs> and if you take That's that out of context, weird place to pause that. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, George 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 Carlin said that rape can be funny. Now it is a bad context if you don't have context with it. But what he was saying was, is you can make a joke about anything and it be in a funny context. Like he said, could you imagine Elmer Fudd being raped by Porky Pig? And <laughs> the way he said it was <laughs> was funny because he's like, now you know why they call him Porky. But like, <laughs> but but. But that's a bad look if you listen to it not knowing he's a comedian. Right. Like, there's a, actually a wrestler right now that's in a lot of trouble because this is understandable. He said in an interview that when he met Sasha Banks, he really wanted to rape her. Yeah. Yeah. And he got fired from the company he worked. Well, didn't get fired, but he got yeah, in trouble. A lot of trouble. Okay, here's another question. I saw, I saw, I, I've kept seeing this in, um, in, uh, memes about that one wrestler that's, and like, it was like one wrestler. He has like a lot of white, uh, he has a long white beard. He always says, come listen here, brother. Hulk and, Hogan. Like, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. That was his name. And there was, there was something about what he did on television about African Americans. Was oh, that, oh, it wasn't on television. Um, okay. Uh, he he's had, been caught saying the n-word one too many times. Yeah, he um here's the backstory that from my understanding, he and his friend of the time who is Bubble Love Sponge, a famous radio host, mm-hmm. were swingers. And Bubble Love Sponge had on tape Hulk Hogan having sex with his wife. And for some reason he brought up his daughter and the fact that she was dating a black guy at the time and he said the n-word like 15 times. Yeah, and the sex tape leaked. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he sued, but it was too late. Right. Wow. And that's how he lost his career, I guess. It's weird because well, he's back. Well, he's back. Yeah. He's back now. Okay. But Vince Vince McMahon fired him, and Vince McMahon said the N-word on national television. Wow. I'm like. That's a double standard. Right. There's a lot of things that's happening in the uh, African-American culture. Right. Like the whole, the like, uh, but, George, George, uh, George Floyd situation. What's your, what's your thoughts on that, man? Um, I understand why, like, I can speak for African-Americans. Like, I can understand, right. like, we've been going through this for how long. But what I don't like is that, like, we didn't start the riots, but it's, like, it's the anarchists that, keep on starting the riots and making us look like and look like that we did it and we're mm-hmm. already looking bad in african-american culture now yeah. have more things to say about it but then here's what i also say here's what i'm saying like um then they're saying a lot of us are starting to uh try to get the police out of the department mm-hmm. the correction is we do not hate the police 
without the police, we want to be ordered. What we hate is the right. police, the police yeah. that keep on profiling African Americans and make us look worse than what we are. Like you don't know us. Like I saw another TikTok video of a guy. He was just he was just staying there, and he was like, "Say, I'm just standing here. Uh, I'm, wait, I'm just waiting for the bus." And he's like. He was like getting upset because he knew he was getting profiled. All of a sudden, the Caucasian cop just put him, kneeled him to the ground. He was like in pain, like almost breaking his hands. And it was it wasn't just one cop, three cops. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And just that this is why we're upset. But what I don't agree is the violence. Like there's other ways to protest and the whole like. And because I heard y'all heard about what happened in Pittsburgh about a lot of businesses being smashed. There's other ways because violence doesn't solve violence. You know, it doesn't seem like peaceful protest is doing anything either, though. Yeah, like Colin Kaepernick, you get vilified for it. Like, I, I just, I don't support violence, but I understand it. Yes, I understand why. Oh, hello, Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah, I don't support violence either. So, oh, you were saying? I, uh, they're saying. Um, I've read a couple places that it is believed that a lot of the violence is caused by white supremacy groups and also caused by cops out of uniform. Yep. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's it, no, there, there's no. It's like this deep-seated it. institutionalized racism that runs deeper than we we could see. Mm-hmm. I just figured it'd be stopped. Would have stopped by now because all that's all you see is like biracial kids or uh, interracial. We had a freaking black president for goodness sake, like. When is it going to freaking end? You know, right. and I think it's probably because, like the old generation is still alive and they're teaching their kids these ways. I think it'll stop when parents stop teaching it. Yeah. What, what like, for instance, me and Mike were walking through the Cleveland uh, mall. Yeah. And I seen an older white gentleman talking to his kid, looking at some shirt in a, in a shop window. It was like, now see, Black people can say what's on that shirt and it's okay, but if us white people say that kind of stuff, we get in trouble. And I just looked at it like, damn, he's teaching his kid to be racist already right off the rip. He couldn't have been like five, six years old. Yeah. You know what's really messed up? My oh, neighbor. Early. My neighbor told me, he's like, I ain't racist, blah, blah, blah. And then he continued proceeded to tell me how the confederate war had nothing to do with slavery he proceeded he proceeded to tell me he told his daughter if you ever bring a black guy home i'm disowning you and and he told me i ain't racist but i'm like that's racist i'm sorry but not sorry (laughs) unfortunately that still exists in these in this world like i remember like um when i was because i grew i went to a, a all white uh an all caucasian school and like um I would ask them why is it that because I wanted I, I didn't understand like how it all worked and I wanted I would ask like why is it that you uh, Caucasian females are afraid of us because I've noticed that and I asked them and what they would respond oh y'all are aggressive and scary and blah 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 and it's like I didn't understand that when I was a kid then growing up I can see it because it's the media it's the media that makes us look bad and than what we are. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any sense because like we're not i mean there are that's because it's not just african-americans there's that type of culture in every race but the media makes it look like it's just us right and that's what really ticks me off it's been it's, dude honestly it like it's been like in mainstream media it's been that way since like the crack epidemic mm-hmm. in the 80s right early 90s Right. What, what's 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 cool is that there's this video uh, you should check out. You both should check out. Um, you might enjoy this, Fernando. It's this guy. He's a black gentleman. He's like in his sixties now. He's a jazz musician, I believe, jazz or blues. Mm-hmm. And ever since he was eighteen or nineteen years old, he's been a journalist, and he became friends with a member of the KKK. How this happened? One day he decided, I want to find out where the hate comes from. So he set up an interview with this grand wizard and he told his, the woman that's setting up the interview, don't tell him I'm black. Don't give him that information. But if he asks, tell him he didn't ask. So he comes into the hotel room and he's sitting by on the chair. There's like a door here and there's a chair. He couldn't see him yet. Mm-hmm. His security guard came in and then the grand wizard came in and was shocked. And a long story short, during the interview, they ended up both very, very like cautious of one another. And that's when he realized where the hate comes from. 
you you tend to be afraid of what you do not understand. Therefore, the hate, the fear breeds hate. Therefore, instead of trying to understand, you just automatically hate the person because you're afraid of them or you don't understand them. You don't want to understand them. So there's no other reaction. You're either going to try to understand or you're going to hate it. What is this called? What is this interview called? Um, let me find the guy here real quick. Um, Tony, just... He's on Netflix. You two continue uh, your conversation. Joe Rogan, Joe, Rogan, Joe Rogan did a podcast with this guy, if I do remember. That's very interesting, Yes, he actually. did. Um, I forget his... Forget his name. Let me find him here real quick. Is that um, why Dave Chappelle did a parody like that? It might have been. Because I remember Dave Chappelle did a parody like he was like pretending he was like a, he was a blind African American, and like he was in the KKK. He didn't even know he was Caucasian the whole time. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this guy's name is the most famous like skit of, of all time. This guy's name is Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis. What's what's the name of the uh, the interview? Why I, as a black man, attend KKK rallies. It was at a TED Talk. It's, uh, it's, uh, really, I see it, yeah. It's a really good video. And he's still friends with the guy, but the guy uh, is still in the KKK. And he, and he found out it's not that it's not it, it, the racism is much deeper than that. The guy realized that black people aren't a threat, but he's so used to being that way that he doesn't want to leave. Right. It's all he knows. But I'm, I'm going to cut this off here, guys, unless right. there's something you would like to promote or you'd like to talk about. Cause we're hitting the hour mark. Um, yeah, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, keep updated on what's new that's, come, that's coming up, and you'll see what's going to happen next. So awesome. that's it. You can go subscribe to him for the people that are watching. You can subscribe to Embryic Creations on Facebook. And you can also do – you can go to First Angel Media and see his work there as well. Um, it was nice talking to you, buddy, and you are more than welcome to come back on the show if you want to discuss more Oh topic. yeah, sure. Yeah, good thing. Yeah. If you want to stay on the line after we go off the air, we can bullshit a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna get off here. I got I gotta go do some stuff real quick. Okay. But I'll see you guys later. Okay. Next week we are going to be live on the fifth, and then we have Rocky Johnson on the show on the eleventh. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, um, but not Rocky Johnson, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson's dad. He's dead. We we have we have Rocky Johnson. So it was nice talking to you, Fernando. Much love to you, brother. Yeah. See ya. It was hey, nice talking to you, Fernando. Come back on. Much love to you, brother. Rock and roll. See ya. See ya.